uh, West Moore. Uh, take that uh, stroll from uh, Kunta Kinte Memorial all the way up to the State House. Uh, and then uh, to take the oath using the Bible of Frederick Douglass. We've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord. Uh, those of you who are uh, unfamiliar, I ask that you will please uh, research uh, Westmore. He should be a household name in our community and for our children, uh, two beautiful kids, an amazingly uh, brilliant black wife. I am my heart. Hey, uh, Pastor William, um, heart is beating outside of my chest uh, with pride for me to uh, go back home to Maryland uh, and to witness uh, just uh, two days after uh, the celebration of the life of Martin Luther King Jr. I'm still jumping back and pinching myself. The whole month of uh, January, I've been talking about the blessing of the bloodline. A Tuesday night for our group therapy Bible study was a critical juncture um, because I was uh, discussing generational curses and how do you break them. Then I uh, was thinking just in prayer how difficult it is for us to sever ties with uh, people who don't want to be set free. They embrace their brokenness. And as a consequence, they want to project it onto you. And so uh, this morning, uh, our prayer is around those who are being lynched on a family tree. Being lynched on a family tree. That what is literally taking the wind out of you, what is suffocating you, what is decapitating you, it's not white supremacists. It is uh, not uh, Republican policies. It is your own family. What do you do when you've got to contend with relatives that you can't relate to? What is the realm of uh, toxicity of uh, those people? Toxic people disrupt your life uh, uh, and uh, are committed not to change. Committed to uh, hurt you. Committed to inflict pain. Whether that is uh, perpetually lying, blaming, criticizing, manipulating, overreacting undermining your relationship with your spouse, your kids, or a significant other, invalidating or ignoring your feelings, unnecessarily creating trauma, refusing to compromise, yelling, cursing, and calling you out of your name, belittling your values, your beliefs, your choices, your decisions, gossiping and speaking ill about you behind your back, but won't deal with the uh, elephant in the room in front of your face. 
making unreasonable demands, having overwhelming expectations that are not balanced, ruining every holiday and special occasion, playing the victim, never taking responsibility for their own behavior, refusing to apologize, and if they do, it's shallow, it's coerced, or it's fake. Lacking genuine concern, absence of any empathy, volatile and unpredictable behavior and mood swings. They have a penchant for creating stress, anxiety, and pain that your health, ability to work, and general well-being are impacted. Interacting with them makes you feel drained. They are always a thousand percent, always right, and believe that you're always wrong. Yes, people can change, but toxic people really do. They lack self-awareness and they don't take responsibility for their actions. And since they can never see how their behavior hurts, they refuse to adjust. Instead, they place the blame on you as if it is the fourth grade version of pin the tail on the donkey. There are five reasons. I need you all to write this down. I'm going to heal and help somebody's family. Five reasons why it is difficult for us to cut ties with toxic family members. Number one, please write this down. Number one, why it's hard for us to address and confront toxic family members. Number one, we don't see their behavior as abuse. We coddle them. We make excuses for them. Certainly we know it's painful, but we minimize it and we make excuses for our, for their behavior. We, we hesitate to call it what it is, that all abuse is not with a closed fist. Some abuse is with an open mouth. Number one, we don't see their behavior as, as abuse. Number two, guilt. Somebody write this in the thread for me, please. Guilt. Family relationships are so full of expectations. We're supposed to take care of our aging parents, get along with our siblings, spend every holiday together, respect our elders, keep the peace, sacrifice ourselves, to make everybody happy and voluntarily always put ourselves last. We are supposed to accept selfish and vitriol behavior and language. Guilt. Number three, this is a hard one. Many of you all should be giving me a high five in the spirit. First one is we don't see it as abuse. Second one is guilt. Third one, drum roll. Here it is. Family loyalty. We were always primed, raised, reared 
how that uh, family is first. Even if the stuff is true, you ain't talking about my mother. I will fight you. You talk about my brother, talk about my sister. Family loyalty. Loyalty is often used to try to control family members who are observing their independence. So there are those who have been molested by family members. They told you, don't you dare tear this outside the house. We don't want Uncle John going to jail. Family loyalty. We witnessed our mother being pummeled and wouldn't call the police on our dad. Family loyalty. Here's the fourth one. Here's the fourth one is fear. Somebody please write that down for me. I need you to send this broadcast to everybody in your family. There's some stuff you've been wanting to say. You've been getting off, wanting to get off your chest. You've been wanting to address. I need you to send this to everybody in your family. Number four is fear. It's understandable that fear keeps many of us in dysfunctional relationships. Ending a relationship is a big change and no one knows exactly how to play out. It's always easier to keep doing what we've been doing, even if it leaves us undone. But that doesn't mean that you can't overcome your fear. Come on, one of the very first scriptures I learned as a child. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, love, power, and a sound mind. He never said fear doesn't exist. He just said, I'm not the one that gave it to you. And because I'm not the one that gave it to you, send it back to the sender. You're afraid, how am I going to adjust? How am I going to move forward? How am I going to rest? Number five, love. Five is love. The biggest obstacle of all of cutting off ties from a toxic family member. I know it's crazy. You actually love him. You really loved him. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It is uh, what I used to teach when I pastored in Baltimore. It is the curse of compassion. The curse of compassion. Just just the way you are. You don't hold grudges. You know, give, give people your last. You want to help and take care of people. That's who it is that you are. You want to keep overlooking the, the slight. Love is not enough to make a relationship work when it's one-sided. It is all the more damaging and damnable when you're not feeling the love and reciprocity from the family member. Sometimes it is. You can love a person, but you can't be with them. This is adult stuff right here. You can love a person, but you know you can't be with them. I wanted to pray uh, with you today because many of you have just come out of a horrid holiday. And this is going to be one of the most adult things you've ever had to do. 
not go into a hiding, not in witness protection. But you got to pray that God will give you the grace to hand you the shears, the scissors. Because I have to choose me. I have to choose me. I got to choose my peace of mind. I got to choose my sanity. I got to choose my self-awareness. I got to choose my love of self. Even when other people refuse to make that decision. I got to make it for me. Can I pray with you? I hope you'll allow me to do that. Good and gracious God, I pray first for healing in our families. I pray, dear Lord, whatever dysfunction has been taking place, you'll shake up the spray starch and iron it out. Pray, dear Lord, that whatever has taken place in my childhood, you'll get all of the glitches, the stains, and the scars out. I pray, dear Lord, that your Holy Spirit will hover and rest on the toxic members of my family. I pray, dear Lord, that you'll give me a peace that this battle is not mine. This battle is yours. Thank you, dear Lord, that some doors are going to be closed temporarily until you open them again. They have made an about face. Pray that you'll give me the strength to forgive. Give me the grace to understand that my assignment and my strength is limited. That I am moving on reserves. I trust you, dear Lord. I thank you. Because you have shown me the answer and I refuse to take the option. But today, not my will, but your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I am praying for your family. I'm praying for your family. I'm praying for your family. I want you to put a seed in the ground. And I want you to put a seed in the ground. Here it is, commensurate to whatever your age is. Because that's how many years you've carried this. How many years you've dealt with? How, whatever is your age, that's how much it is that I'm going to give today. Go to newbirth.org or go to uh, push, pay, or text to give. Uh, our own secure website, um, newbirth.org, you can do that. Uh, but whatever it is your age is what it is that I want you to solve. Uh, you don't have accessibility to those. That's that you'll go to cash at Crown Prince 07. Crown Prince 07, dollar sign, Crown Prince 07, on Cash App, ask that you do that. Whatever is your age is what it is that I want you to solve. I'm believing that healing is going to happen uh, in your family, but first God has got to safeguard your heart and your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, we got one day left before we close out registration. We're doing a mass wedding at New Birth February 12th. Presently, I have 11 couples registered. Those of you, you and your significant other, I need you to register by tomorrow 
because you have to go through premarital counseling before you can walk down that aisle. Go to newbirth.org. Come on, so whatever it is your age, because I believe that the rest of your life is going to be the best of your life. Newbirth.org is where you're sewing or on Cash App, down the side, Crown Prince 07. God bless you. Your pastor loves you. Ooh, you ain't going to want to miss what I'm preaching Sunday. Sunday, I'm preaching a sermon called How Long You Gonna Keep Me a Secret. How Long You Gonna Keep Me a Secret. I'll see you on Sunday. God bless you.